0: food court the movie podcast where sean and it's just me watch it talk shit and most importantly eat shit we are the law i am alone in a car just talking into a recorder um so if you happen to be driving by me um, and you see me just in here in this car uh talking into the microphone know that i'm not an insane person I'm just uh, slightly pathetic because I have a podcast. Nothing, nothing worse, according to the internet. Nothing, nothing more disgusting than a white guy having a podcast, and that's me—disgusting, wretched white guy with a podcast. And I saw Renfield, starring Nicholas Holt, Ho, Ho, Holt, Holt. I'm gonna say Holt, and. Nicholas Cage Oh I didn't even realize Double Nicholases, And also um, Dwayne the Aquafina Johnson um, Playing her character Playing that character she plays And um, This is the plot of Renfield um, Remember Renfield From the movie Dracula Well Dracula the movie Starring Bela Lugosi Was real was re- I guess was based on a true story. I think the concept is Dracula, starring Bella Lugosi, was based on a true story, and Renfield was Nicholas Holt, and then, and then Nicholas Cage was Dracula, and then I'm not I'm not sure how Bram Stoker's universe fits into this. I don't know if The Dracula in Renfield Who was played by Nicolas Cage Had a chance to see Gary Oldman's Dracula And if he was pissed off About it or what Um I don't know how I don't know how Renfield feels about Um Any any other actor's portrayal Of Um Of his life Which is a life of sorrow I think we could all All agree um, and then uh, what happens is, it's now. What if Renfield and Dracula, their story kept on happening? And you know what? Renfield's job is to get bodies so that uh, Dracula can gain full power. He's been, he got lit up. There are some hunters at some point in the past when they had crossbows, so like 1970s maybe, or 1840s, who knows. And um, old Dracula got hit with the old sunlight spell or something, and then he set on fire, and he was all burnt up, and he needed some blood to get happy again. And Renfield's out there trying to find him blood. But you know what? (sighs) Dracula did not reckon... With the force that is helping yourself. Renfield is, has gone to a self help group, or I guess a mutual group help group, and um, he is in his attempt to use them and, uh, and their abusers as food for Dracula, he has found a belief in himself. And then, um, for some reason, there's, like, a side plot with... uh, I don't know what race of a gang they're supposed to be. They call them the Lobos. And I believe Lobo is Spanish for wolf, but I'm not entirely sure about that. And... But they none of them seem Spanish. There's the mom... Seems like she might be Spanish, but speaks French. The son seems Jewish. Um, The side characters seem like like action movie bad guys, so they all seem Eastern European or something. They're a multiracial gang with the name Lobos. So you know, maybe maybe they began as a Hispanic gang and then they kind of branched out. Who knows? Um, and they're also there so that, um, Renfield has people to kill, which is good. And, um, (laughs) um, (laughs) of course her dad was killed by the Lobos, and her sister is in the FBI. (laughs) There's so many characters in this movie, but none of them, okay, uh, I'm just doing the plot. I'm not talking about the movie yet. And her sister's in the FBI, and she's gosh darn it, she's a character in the movie. She may not have any characterization, but she has a name, and she has a relationship to one of the main characters, so she counts. And um, in the end, uh, Renfield, and Aquafina's character, whose name is who knows, Rebecca. Let's call her Aquafina. Um, they kill all the people and then they spoiler alert there's always spoilers i think if you if this is your first episode know that we always spoil and also there's usually other people on it uh they kill dracula <laughs> and they cut him up in little pieces which is pretty funny and then they pour him into a drain and pour poison and also holy water and they make i think they i can't tell I think they make his body into holy water and concrete, uh, frozen treats. But then they... I I don't know what their plan is with this, but I hope it works out for them. And if only because I don't really want a sequel. Um, so, that gives you some idea of how I think about it. But before I talk about that, I want to say, um... Renfield is not very good. It has, like, a few moments that are fun, but it's not very good. But it's really lifted up by the fact that it is not the, sup- the Super Mario Bros. M- movie, which was excruciating. And this was merely quite bad, but occasionally okay. Okay, let's talk about good things. Um, the My beef lamb euro of the movie, there's one... I mean, there are some funny parts, but they're they're mostly people being ripped to shreds, which is good. Um, But there's one actually funny joke, which is tough because there's lots of jokes. And for there only to be one, maybe not a good sign. But um, the the one funny joke is uh, Renfield has essentially made a new life for himself. He bought some new clothes. They're bright colors. He got himself a little studio apartment. He painted it. He's trying to get a little joy in his life, which seems difficult to do uh, since Dracula controls your mind and he knows where you are at all times. He would think that that would be difficult to get away, but he manages to do it for, I don't know, who knows, a week? Time is kind of meaningless in the movie. And um, so he's, he arrives back at his apartment, and he sees Dracula inside, uh, and then he looks down and he sees uh, the floor mat, the doormat that says, welcome, come on in, which is a, a good little bit, because as we all know, Dracula can't get in a damn house unless you welcome him in. And you know what? He got wel- welcomed in by a fucking doormat. Um, so that's funny. And I laughed at it. I went, ah, ha, ha. Very funny. Um, the only other good thing about this movie, and it's spread uh, spread out over the movie, so it's it's not that bad of a movie. It's just not good at all. Um, but this is this is one of the good things. Um, there is really gloopy, gory violence. A lot of it is CG, but some of it is not. Some of it is cool effects, which is great. And all of the best things are basically Renfield ripping people's arms off. Rem, there's one point when uh, there's this big battle, which is probably other than that one joke, the best part of the movie. There's this uh, big battle with cops and also drug dealers in like a LA. I'm mean, I'm sure it's it's supposed to be New Orleans, but it seems like an LA apartment complex. And uh, he's you know jumping from different levels of the apartment complex. He's Ripping people apart. Renfield at one point just grabs a top of a guy's face. Top, top, of, a top of a guy's. He r- grabs the top of a guy's face and rips it off, and you just see like bloody skull underneath. Oh, it's really funny. And he's he grabs a guy's arms and kicks him, and the guy's kicked so hard that he is removed from his arms. And then um, Renfield, uh, slightly hacky, beating people with the arms, but then not hacky anymore, uses the arms as darts and kills people with them. I don't quite know how he does it. I guess maybe there's protruding bone, which he is able to force through the body of some police officers. I don't know how he does it, but it's pretty funny. And at one point, um, he... uh, Aquafina. And who the fuck knows? One of the guys, a generic bad guy, are fighting, and generic bad guys trying to pull Aquafina over the side of a of a little uh, what do they got? I don't know they got a, they got a railing, and and they're about to fall and hurt get hurt, and the the bad guy he's falling real bad, and he's hanging over the side of the railing, and uh, Renfield does a super jump and uh, does one of those things where you are able to f- know exactly where you will land once you do a super jump, and he lands on the guy, and he smashes down on top of a car, and the car uh, is covered in blood because the the half of a man that hits the top of the car explodes, and blood is everywhere, and it's quite funny. Um, are those the only good things in the movie? Um... Mm, no! I take it, you know. Um, Nicholas Holt, I think, does his best. There's really not much there for him, but he tries. And also, maybe I just have leftover love for him because of Fury Road. And Nicholas Cage, as he often is, is better than the movie. So much better than the movie. And also, his makeup is really cool, especially early on. Um, He's... At first, real charbroiled, so there's no Nicholas Cage under there. But then when we first meet him in the present day, he's got, like, bits of face hanging off. He's all bloody and weird. Parts of his skull are showing. He's all fucked up. Uh, and he's got this big throne with whole, whole bunches of blood bags behind him, and that's really cool. Uh, and then slowly, as he's getting more blood, he starts to rebuild, rebuild himself, and his face gets a little bit less goopy and kind of less interesting. Um, but the whole time, Nicolas Cage is being wild. He's being very Nicolas Cagey in a way that I quite like, and um, I think one of uh, I'll I'll now. Um, switch over to the bad things. This is not the worst thing, but one of the bad things is um, somehow Renfield and Dracula have kept up with the way people talk now. I mean, they're not necessarily using phrases, but they just speak in the manner of a modern person. Just the their, their phrasing and their timing and... A lot of it just... At some point, both Dracula and Renfield within the movie have been watching other movies happening in the present day or something because they seem like... They talk like people who are not from the 1800s but from right now. Which is odd. It's a weird choice. Um, But I must talk about the very worst part of the movie. And... It's tough because there are many bad parts. I think the worst part overall is the kind of malaise. It's it's so many things that could be good but aren't good. Um, there are lots of moments in the action scenes that feel like they could have been good moments. Um, and I love a good like, way over-the-top, insane action scene, and it feels like they're trying to go for the John Wick thing with the cool fighting, and they're doing shooting, and people are get. But it's like a gory horror movie version of that John Wick thing, and I would love to see that. Someone should do that. Make a movie where people are ripped to shreds. That's great. Um, but so many of the bits are not sold... In what we see on the screen, it's one of those things where there's so many cuts. There's so many cuts at the wrong time. There's, like, people getting kicked across the room, and there's, like, he's flying, and then there's another angle of him flying, and then there's an angle of him going downwards, and then there's an angle of a guy falling down and hitting the ground, and it's just, like, five, six cuts and inside of a just a guy flying across the room and so much energy is lost in those cuts and also there's just bits that um that there's no sense of how people are relating to each other and there's and i think the one of the things that is disappointing about it and the thing that makes it the worst for me the low main low man of the picture is the fact that there are bits that i can imagine being good that just don't end up being good because they're not very well staged or filmed or something some edited some combination of those things doesn't get the bit across to me the avid viewer and <laughs> the for instance there's there's a fight that's in the trailer where Renfield is cutting off people's arms and they go uh, did I just see you cut off somebody's arm with a decorative serving platter <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, some of that action could be fun. Uh, all of these bad drug deal guys come in and they've got cool masks that are, I don't know, I don't know where they get these masks. They they go to the drug dealer mask store and they say, hey, can you make some sort of handmade wolf masks? But they're... They seem like they're kind of made out of canvas or something. And they kind of have almost like canvas dreadlocks out the side or something. Um, And they run in and Renfield's like, oh shit, I'm going to eat a spider and kill all these motherfuckers. And he does. Um, But there's a few different bits in there that seem like they could be good, but there's no space for them. There's you don't get to really see them because you see them cut up into so many tiny bits. There's a part where uh, Nicholas Holt, as Renfield, um, is like hiding behind a table. Uh, Someone blasts it with a shotgun, so there's a big hole in the middle, and then the same guy who shoots at him is walking towards him with a shotgun. He's about to shoot again. Uh, Old Renfield kicks the table... And we see it, well, we don't see it, but we should see the table like go through the guy's chest. But we sort of just see the table moving and then we see it already in him. And it's just one of those things where it's like, well, that's not as satisfying as seeing it go into the guy. Like one one of the joys of Gore is seeing uh, things happen to people. Like one of the great one of the great things about the man later on who gets his face ripped off is you just see, and you see his face all fucked up and his dumb skull head. And there's so many moments of that in the movie where you're just not seeing what you wish you were seeing. Like, the if I replayed the movie I thought I saw and and told it to someone, and then they did a remake of this movie... But uh, with just some tweaks. Like, one, get rid of all the jokes. They're bad jokes. Or just write new jokes that are funnier. And then also, keep keep Nicholas Cage. He's great. Keep Nicholas Holt. He's fine. Aquafina, she was she's been okay, but she <sighs> I don't know. Okay. This is another bad thing. Um, they do that thing where they have a. The punchline is a name. This was, this was like a thing that was like 60 years ago. Every comic seemed to be doing, like, the, the joke would be like, Hey, get out of here, Tom. And, like, the fact that there was a specific name was supposed to make it funny. Well, they do that. One of the guys in, one of the cops in it is named Kyle. And, uh, Aquafina keeps going, "Shut the fuck up, Kyle and it's just it's not it's not very funny um it's just not very funny um are those all the thoughts I have? I think I must have more thoughts. It's one of those movies where it's already started leaking out of my brain um I didn't hate it but I can just feel it oozing out of the back of my neck, going away, never to be thought of again. Um, Is there... Is there anything else? Um, Oh. Yeah. I'm, I mean, they... It's a really bad idea, but they try to give every single person in this... Um, stakes like big dramatic stakes. Like, as I mentioned, Aquafina's dad was killed by the Lobos, so she's trying to get back out of you. Killed my dad. Um, and, uh, and uh, at no point do you care, even a little bit. And, uh, for Renfield, he's like trying to do this j- journey where he finds himself and he he takes the power back and um maybe I'm maybe I've got no heart but I just did, I didn't care about that much either um and it's tough when you don't care about anything and it's even tougher when the bad guy is Nicolas Cage and he's doing one of his gonzo Nicolas Cage things because um I like Nicolas Cage in the movie and I kind of like him better than everybody else so it's not that I want him to win it's just that I don't I definitely don't want anybody else to win either so at some point I'm just like well okay I guess they're gonna do this and then does anybody else get killed good I feel like somebody oh This is, okay, I've got, before I completely run out of things to say, I've got one other thing that I thought about. Um, One of the characters is the Lobo son, who becomes a familiar, which is what Renfield is, who is like, you know, he eats some spiders too, or some shit, and he's also strong. And there's a bunch of familiar guys, so... It's kind of reminiscent in the scene of the scene in Matrix Reloaded, where they're in that like little stair stairwell room with all the weapons on the walls. Except they don't. It's not very cool, but it should have been. Really, the dream version of this movie is that scene, but super gory, and then all the fight scenes would be like really cool and well choreographed and everybody's really powerful but Renfield is the one and he's killing everybody and he's ripping people's heads off and stuff like that gouging their eyes out maybe I don't know ripping their dicks off he could rip all their dicks off that'd be funny Uh but I fear that even if he was ripping dicks off you wouldn't really see it like there's lots of moments where he's kicking people in the knee and you're like well I guess he kicked someone in the knee I heard a crunch noise and i sort of saw him kick towards a knee so i guess maybe somebody got their knee kicked off i don't know okay so there's a son this is this is a i'm trying to say another good thing before i before i bail um there's a the son who's kind of unbearable and it's tough in a movie when someone is supposed to be unbearable but maybe they're they're not unbearable in the way they intend to be it's supposed to be like uh he's so bad he's good or something or like oh it's he's so funny cuz he's bad. He's like you can't stand him, it's so funny. But instead you just can't stand him and he isn't funny. But um Renfield does kick him and then they do an x-ray, I don't know why. Uh they do an x-ray. We see an x-ray of all of his bones shattering. And then all of the blood in his body being like forced out of his mouth, which is pretty good. I like that part. Um Really I'm struggling. Is there did anything else happen this in this movie? You'd think that in all of the time that this movie happened, more would ha more would have happened. Oh is it even worth talking about? Okay. There's there's two people to the support group and um, both of their boyfriends get killed by Renfield and then there's one moment where they have seemingly begun a romantic lesbian love affair and they're getting fucked up because their boyfriends have been murdered which is pretty funny. Um, I think those are all the possible, possible positive and negative things you could say about this movie which, man... In seven weeks, if you say how is Renfield, I go. Oh, I who who knows? Who knows is what I will say. Two thumbs. Who knows? Um, did I watch anything else this week? Ring, ding, 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 ding. This is the Pan Express presents. Express yourself about the movies you watched this week. Uh, I watched uh Doctor No and from Russia with love on Easter with my roommate, two Easter classics. And um, I haven't watched them since I was a little boy. And I was really struck, and obvious, this should be obvious, but, you know, I'm stupid for bringing it up even, don't even listen to the end of this where I talk about these movies. But it is striking how much uh, every other action and spy movie is uh, is based on these movies. So much of so much of what is in them—the masks, the the intrigue, the cool special gadgets—all of it is the basis for so much of the action that happens now, and so much of the Mission Impossible, all of that stuff. And I want to say the opening credits of from Russia with love are amazing there's belly dancers and they're just projecting the credits on their hot nubile bodies it is beautiful and it made me wish that more people projected things on belly dancers bodies um make them shake their butts and their titties and then you just project the words on that. And it's good. It's good. You watch it and you go, oh, I love, I love the body of a woman. Nothing better. What do I love almost as much as the body of a woman? Text. The, the text of the people who are in this movie. And I, this is partially because all opening sequences suck now. All of them are like CG garbage or just words, which is fine. Just words is better than CG garbage, I'll be honest. But um, just think, fellas, ladies, anyone in between, um, just get yourself a projector. Get yourself an overhead projector. That's all you need. Get yourself the names of the people in your movie and project it on something in the real world. Project it on a, a hot babe, Projected on the abs of a strong, sexy man. Uh, projected on the big old chubby belly of a chub. And he's jiggling or maybe he's not moving at all. Um, just, you know, make something tangible in this completely fake world de- of movies. You know, make us feel something. <laughs> uh, I'm, I think I'm overselling it. But those are great. Um, soon, so soon, we shall all be watching Evil Dead Rise together. And I can't wait. And I'm praying that it does the thing that this thing doesn't do, which is, one, be awesome, but also be super goopy, and you can also tell what's happening. That's that's all I want. Make it super goopy. Show me what's happening. I don't think that's too much to ask. Uh, On behalf of myself... I am Sean Parrott, asking you to tweet at us at Food Courtcast, and I am also here to say bon appetit.